Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for December 21, 2023. Today's New Testament lesson is from Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. The Son. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom he also he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. New International Version for Christians everywhere, we are only a few days until the culmination of Advent season, observing, remembering, and celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Christianity discerns that all of history hinges on its midpoint of the incarnation and birth, life and ministry, death and resurrection, and ascension and glorification of Jesus. Everything in the Bible looks to Christ. The entire Old Testament scriptures point forward to the time of Christ. The Gospels focus upon him, and all the rest of the New Testament points back to Jesus as the fulfillment of all God's good promises to people. Indeed, the Lord Jesus is central to everything in the Christian's world and life view. Jesus Christ is the center of all Christian worship, Christian belief, Christian practice, Christian ethics and the entirety of the Christian life. The New Testament book of Hebrews has a lot to do with this approach to life. Its overarching theme and focus is to point out and demonstrate the superiority of Jesus over everything and everyone in all of history. And the reason the author of Hebrews takes pains to do this for a lengthy 13 chapters is that his recipients needed the reminder and the exhortation that their difficulties and hardships in living the Christian life are worth it. Jesus is worth completely centering our lives around because he is indeed the central figure of literally everything. Historically, God spoke through many prophets, yet Jesus is the ultimate prophet because he is not merely a servant of God, Christ is the very Son of God, who is over all of God's big world, and even participated in making the world. Like Father, like Son, Jesus Christ exemplifies and shows us the very nature of God. He is the light of God's glory, representing God in all his words and ways of being in the world. What's more, Jesus not only came to reveal God to us, but also to get involved in saving us from ourselves by actually becoming one of us. And after all his work was done, and his earthly life over, he sat down in his rightful place, showing us that it is finished, once and for all. We need no longer try and purify or perfect ourselves to try and fix all that we have messed up in this life, or to prop up our fragile egos to make it at least look like we have it all together. None of this is needed, 
because the Lord Jesus Christ became our Savior, delivering us from a hole so deep that there was no way we could ever climb out of it on our own. So it's rather ironic that people, even in especially Christians, can let Jesus get pushed out of the Advent and Christmas seasons as less than superior to our worries about finances, discouragements about family, and wonderings about the future. Advent is intended to put our focus and our delight where it rightly belongs, in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Embedded within this season of Advent are a message and a mission. The Gospel of John begins with the great proclamation that the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. God enters into human history in the person of Jesus. It's a message of grace and hope, completely centering around Christ. It's also a story, the greatest ever told, of the Creator God loving the creatures so much as to become one of them. This redemption narrative gives shape to our own witness. We simply tell the story of God's love to humanity through the sending of the Son, Jesus, to deliver us from sin, death, and hell, and bring us into a kingdom full of grace, joy, wholeness, and love. Some may believe that Jesus laid aside his glory in order to be among us. I disagree. I believe that coming to the, this earth was the logical and loving thing to do in order to show and live into the radiance of God's glory. The word glory in the Hebrew scriptures literally means to be heavy. In other words, God carries a lot of weight, namely because God is able to do so. That is, God is glorious. To enter this world and bear the great burden of human suffering and sin is perhaps the most glorious thing that God could ever do. So when we talk of the glory of God in Jesus Christ, we are really talking about the ultimate burden bearer showing who God is really like. The God who is love is the God of glory and the two are actually both sides of the same coin. Therefore, Christians, the little Christ who walk about this earth, show the light of the glory of God in Jesus Christ when they carry one another's burdens. Galatians 6.2 says, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. In a few days, gift-giving and receiving will take place, and that's appropriate. What's also more than appropriate is to be able to relate to each other in such a way that we are showing the radiance of Jesus Christ in helping others carry their heavy emotional and or spiritual loads. As light comes into this world through the birth of the sun, so also let your light shine before others so that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen.